Hello everyone. In today's episode, quick trigger warning or disclaimer, we're going to be talking to the FPI. That's right, I said it right, FPI, Female Paranormal Investigators. And we'll be talking about some paranormal things. So if that's something that doesn't jive with your beliefs or that might upset you, please tune out now and tune into another episode or wait until next week's episode where we'll have uh, other guests on. So if you are going to listen, I would just ask you the same thing I always ask, that you listen to our guests and have grace and mercy and let them tell their story without judgment because that's what what's your origin story is about. It's connecting in a real human way to people and their stories. And I loved this episode and I hope you guys do too. Now for those of you who say, hey, you're a Christian, you're not supposed to be listening to that kind of stuff. I would just in fact say that Ephesians 6.12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, and against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. I would also point out that there is a difference between demons and ghosts. Um, in the Bible, when Jesus is walking on water, his apostles call out to him and they ask him if he's a ghost. Now, clearly, they would have said demon if that were the case. Also, when he's resurrected and when they first see him, they say, oh, are you a ghost? Um, because at that point, they very definitely had experience um, with Jesus, knowing what demons were watching him cast them out, and they had done it as well. They very, very clearly asked him if he was a ghost. Now, they would have known, right, what a ghost was. It just didn't come out of anywhere. And you can even look up the original language, Akkadian, um, I believe, for that one. And it's very clear that there is a difference between a ghost and a demon in the original language. So keeping that in mind, right, these things do exist, right? And the supernatural is all around us. God is a supernatural being. And so stick around and listen to the rest of the episode. Thank you so much. Hello, everyone. Welcome to What's Your Origin Story? I'm Alex. And I'm Cindy. And we're here today with two very special guests. They're sisters. We have Linda and Marilyn. And you guys, I'm so excited right now. Very excited. I know, my boys are like, calm down, mom. I'm so excited to have you ladies here. Uh, and Alex loves this stuff. Oh, I do, I do. Thrives I, on it. I do. <laughs> so, so that you guys know what we're talking about, we're going to be talking to them today. They are Florida's only paranormal investigators, female, all female, paranormal investigators yeah that's kind of awesome they've been doing this for what about 13 years you said? yes mm -hmm. yeah so for a long time we're gonna have a lot of questions for them but i'm gonna let them talk about themselves right now who are you guys tell us a little bit about yourself and about the paranormal investigation or whatever you want to share okay hey everyone i'm linda and i'm the founder and lead investigator for female paranormal investigators we are an all-female team consisting of Myself, my sister, and my four daughters. That's awesome. And they, you guys have a um, YouTube channel, right? You have a, a TikTok. So we're going to get all that information because we want people to check that out, right? Um, and they have, so we, we were talking before we even started recording and we had so many questions and just obsessed. Love it. So guys, 
So I want to know a little bit more about your background. Like, I know Cindy and I are both curious. Like, when did you find out that you had abilities? Well, I found out I had abilities when I was very young. So when I was eight, uh, our mother passed away, and she did come to me in, at night, and she touched my leg, and it terrified me. And from then on, I knew I had abilities. I could see and sense spirits. But uh, we come from a small town in Iowa, 300 mm. people, and uh, it is not something that you would just speak about. So I definitely kept it to myself. Uh, the other terrifying thing is our house was the last house at the end of the street, and the cemetery was oh. out the living oh. room window. And uh, our, our uh, father passed away when I was 12, oh. and they oh were both gosh. buried out in the cemetery. So for me, it was very terrifying since I could see and sense spirits. And one of the things we would do as kids is go out to the cemetery, uh, you know, have a sleepover. And <laughs> I was just beyond because I could see and no one knew I could, but I would freak out. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So that was interesting. And, um, you know, just... And terrifying. And, and very terrifying. Because the other kids aren't having those experiences. No, no. No one else mentioned anything about it. And, you know, they understood because our parents oh. were buried there, but um, they didn't realize to the extent of why I was freaking out. Oh, my gosh. And so I, I know that, Marilyn, for you, the, this having those abilities, it wasn't until later for you, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, it's like um, when Linda went through, you know, breast cancer and um it seemed like the fl floodgates of paranormal activity just like opened up and that's when i really started experiencing it especially at her house so prior to that had you had little inklings maybe or no not at all it just sort of happened all, at that time all at once it just just started happening just during her, her wow treatment. and you had no you had no idea was that really scary for you it was terrifying for me when i first when i saw the first you know spirit yeah. In, in her house. And did, uh, uh, so did she tell you right away or? Yes, I did. Okay, I'll, okay. I'll tell you how I, okay, how yes, I happened to, you know, see it. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, her and I were just sitting here on her bed and we were watching Ghost Hunters and I got up to go to the kitchen. I just wanted to get a drink of water and uh, I uh, looked towards the hallway, the light was on and uh, Linda has four daughters and they all have like dark hair. And I saw a young woman with dark hair wearing a white dress walk quickly in front of me in the doorway. And I thought, I thought it was one of her daughters. And I just, you know, stood in the doorway and I, I went, hello, hello, anybody, anybody here? And there was no answer. And I'm like, I swear, I, I it had to be, it's one of my nieces, but it wasn't. And I, and I went, Linda, Linda, uh, come here. And she came, you know, come in the kitchen. And I, I, I told her, you know, who I saw and her face, she just, just turned completely white. And she goes, oh my gosh, Marilyn. She goes, I've, I've seen her many times. You know, she goes, I'm so glad that you told me that, you know, that you can, you know, see. Yeah, because also, it kind of validated you know, for me too, because yeah. I was seeing all this during that time as well. And it was just nice to know that someone yeah. else did see it. But how, I, I imagine it's pretty bonding experience as sisters too, because yes. she's kind of had that for so long that she can sort of reassure you and let you know that it's not that scary. Yeah, she's very good at reassuring me. When I, <laughs> I do get more frightened. Yeah. Well, that's you pretty know. scary for, uh, for anybody. Scary. Yeah. Sure. Because especially if it's so real, like mm -hmm. if you're seeing it and it, yeah, it's it like you could so almost real. touch it, yeah. right? Yeah. How terrifying. And then mm -hmm. to think like, am I the only one that sees this? Like, mm -hmm. and is that for so long, is that why you kept it 
under wraps for so long because you you know you know how people respond yeah it just really wasn't mainstream like it is now and actually when I was going through the chemo and we were watching the ghost hunter shows that kind of made me realize that I can use equipment to help validate what I was seeing and sensing and then realized that I wanted to help other people that were also seeing and sensing spirits and, and were too afraid or they were having experiences and they were too afraid, you know, uh, to deal with it. So I asked my sister and four daughters if they would go on this journey with me mm. and if they would start this all-female team and try to help people. And that's what we've done. So Wow. And so um, your daughters, have they always had those abilities? Was that something that, or was it around the same time that they saw that and it sort of bloomed for them? Um some of the daughters, they've developed some abilities. One daughter is t- total skeptic. Uh, she believes that we see things, but she doesn't see anything. Um, I do have twins. They're actually mirror yes, twins. Okay. They're mirror images of each other. Uh, one twin is sensitive. She does uh, you know, get information. The other twin is a little too afraid. But we did meet Andrea Perrin from... Um, she's one of the family from the movie The Conjuring. Yeah, we did meet them. We met the family, and she told the the one twin that doesn't experience or doesn't feel anything that she will have abilities or she has them when oh, she turns wow. thirty. So she's a little bit afraid of it, but she can sense things, and it scares her. Um, and then um, my oldest daughter, uh, she has a psychology degree, so she and she is very interested in the minds of the serial killers and yeah. things like that, criminal minds. So that's been very helpful on investigations and things like that. But uh, it's been very interesting. Yeah, no, we talked earlier. I feel like women are, even though there's not many teams like you guys, I feel like women are better suited for that type of work just because I feel like we're naturally more sensitive. Our bodies, you know, we respond to things in our body differently than men do. And we are more sensitive. So I, I could totally see this being that women would be better at it. Yeah, I think women tend to be a little more open-minded and um, kind of set logic aside a little bit and use their intuition a little bit more. That's why we do wear purple. It's to remind us of uh, to use our intuition. It's the third eye chakra. It's the color of the third eye chakra. And, um, you know, we do use that in our investigations. We definitely, even though we have claims of the investigation, of uh, the location being haunted, uh, we will just determine ourselves where the activity is. And that's where we'll go for that investigation. I'll always put together an itinerary of the claims and all of that and the you know history. But once we're there, we kind of go with the flow at that point. But we'll have a kind of an idea of what we're going to do, but then it could certainly change throughout the night. Wow. So yeah, you can let me know if this is too personal, but did your mother ever come back again after that first time? I've been told, I think it just scared me so much, I, I, I tune her yeah. out. But I have been told um, when I was going through chemo and everything, I um, have a friend that you know is a medium, and she told me most definitely that my mother's around me, and she did a reading uh, and said, told me things that only my mother, that I did with my mother when she was alive. Mm-hmm. So there's no way she would have known that information. Yeah. But uh, evidently, she's around me all the time. You, you know, just that's another side of this story that both your parents passed, and you guys were so young. I was I, very young. So sorry. Yeah. 
I, I can't even And imagine. I've been surrounded by death, I Sorry. feel, all my life. So why not investigate it at this point and help others? It's interesting that you mentioned that our parents passed because um, I was born on my father's 21st birthday. Oh, my gosh. And our mother passed on our birthday on my, it was, when I was 13 years old. Wow. So I have ties to both my parents. So every year when my birthday comes around, it's very bittersweet because I think yeah. of both my parents. Sure you would, yeah. You know, my son's birthday is very close to mine. I wanted to have him on my birthday. But what a gift it is, you know, as a parent sharing your birthday with your child. like it's Very special. Yeah, it is. And I so wanted that. But my husband's like, no, that's not a good day. <laughs> I'm like, but yeah, I think, I think that's lovely, actually. Yeah, because you always have that. I had a very close relationship with my father. Linda had more of a relationship with our mother because Linda was her baby. I was, I was my dad's girl. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. That's, that lends a whole other side to this and a whole depth to both of you. You know, that, that very deep sort of healing that has to come from experiencing that pain at such a young age. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's pretty powerful. It's no wonder that you guys have these gifts and that you use them to help other people sort of closure and grieve, you know? Yeah, because we've experienced it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, at you know, first age, age, right? At a very young age. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's incredible. I, I kind of love that. That makes me like you guys even more. Sort of, we like we you like too. You and Cynthia. They like us. <laughs> They're sort of awesome. So I want to know, because you guys um, use tools, right, to verify some of the stuff. And for those of you who don't know, um, explain some of the tools that you use and maybe a little bit on how they work. Because I know that um, Cindy has no idea. I don't. No. I right. know them, but I'm not going to offer anything. I'll, I'll be quiet. Okay. So my thought is, I, since I can see and sense spirits, they're here 24-7, day, night. I don't question that they're around. What I question is the equipment that we use as paranormal investigators to determine if it is a paranormal event or entity. So the theories are that spirits can be made up of different energies. Electromagnetic, we're made up of ourselves, are made of electromagnetic energy. Uh, static energy, there's lots of different kinds of energy out there. So these, these, the equipment that we use is really designed for, you know, household purposes or for, you know, right. other types of purposes. But now that the paranormal has been out there for a while, people are designing specifically for the paranormal. But we use what's called a K2 or EMF detector, which detects electromagnetic energy fields. And it will light up variations from green to all the way to red, which is a very high level of energy. And we have static meters that if there's, you know, static energy, whatever means a spirit can use to try to manifest or communicate with us, you know, that's the type of equipment that we use. But we certainly, I've spent thousands of dollars on equipment. It's expensive. I, yes. I, I was looking at some of that because somebody had, a, they call it a boo buddy. It's a bear. I have that. It's expensive. Boo Buddy was like four or five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Ovilist is at least what? a thousand. They don't make it anymore. You named and, equipment, uh, Alex. She pretty much has it. Yeah, <laughs> really? because I wanted to test the equipment to see. Against. You know, I want every and whatever. And there's lots of other types of things that we could be. We don't. We think totally outside the box. And there's so many things. I even MacGyver things. We use household parts. Right. I even come up with I, different ideas of trying to communicate. And we'll bring out some equipment. We, you know, just have an agenda, but then that may not be the piece of equipment the spirit wants to use that yeah. night. So we'll pull out something else. Is that the one that they want to use tonight? Is this the one? So we just, oops, we just try all different kinds of equipment, you know, throughout the night. 
Wow. So, you know, just because Cindy's like, well, I don't know. So what Boo Buddy is, is he's a bear, I guess. And he, right, he responds to temperature changes, um, proximity, right? Does and motion. And the interesting part of that, we met Paul Bradford, um, who he was on Ghost Hunters International. And we met Rob Demarest yes. as well. We investigated with him at the Italian oh, wow. Club. And his daughter is the voice of Boo Buddy. And it's a little bear, and yeah. it's so cute, and it says things like, and it's it's a toy. But it right? detects. If, it, yes. if it's touched, it'll say, I like hugs. Or if there's a sense of motion, yeah. it, you know, or if it even temperature changes. Getting chills. It'd be like, Her, it's getting cold. It's getting cold in here. So what you do with Boo Buddy yeah. normally, what we do is we'll put Boo Buddy in a room with a recorder and, you know, camera and just see what happens while Boo Buddy's in the room by. Yeah, Boo did Boo Buddy go to the Italian club? Uh, we didn't have Boo Buddy at that time. Yeah, but he's super cute. And Boo Buddy has the cutest little kid voice. And he'll say things yeah. like, okay, do you know your ABCs? Can you count with me? And then it'll be like, I'm sorry, can you repeat that? If it hears them say something. And be like, I didn't hear you. Can you please say it again? It's so I, yeah. I, I think adorable. I'd be kind of scared. Yeah, there's a whole list of answers. <laughs> I think I'd run. Oh, no, I kind of love Boo Buddy. But I'm then like, at that cute. point, what you do is you determine... Okay, was that really something paranormal, or was there a spike in the yeah. electricity? You know, in the electrical field, was there a window open? There's a gust of air that happened. Or the, did the air conditioning unit mm. come on? You know, that's when you start to decide. Okay, what am I getting here? Yeah. Am I really capturing something? So I know you, I saw you guys use dousing rods as well. Yeah, we uh, use any copper. metaphysical. We do anything. We are. We will try anything, and we use all the metaphysical. Uh, things like dowsing rods. Our SLS camera, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, we use a pendulum. Um, you know, I do a hands-free pendulum. I've tried mm. different different things to see what is actually making it move. You know, how can we detect what is going on here? So I you know, take pictures, too, of this, correct? Yes, Ooh, it's What's recorded. the most interesting picture, like, that you have something on? I actually, we were at Hales Bar Dam in, uh, Bar in Tennessee, it's, a, it's an abandoned dam, but it's known to be haunted. And we were up, um, it's, it's a two-story building, and it's, so it's above a dam, above water. Uh-huh. And we were in mm. this room, pitch black room, we were doing investigation, and I stood in front of the windows, and I don't know what it was. Something compelled me just to take my camera from my, my phone camera uh-huh. and just to pick, take a picture of a black window. Okay. I took a picture, and when I looked at it, when I showed it to Linda and everybody, it was a young woman outside that window, like floating in air. It was you could clearly see her dark hair, with like like she wearing a little hat and um, a dress from like you know from early like 1930s or whatever outfit, whatever. Wow. But any time I show the picture, anybody, everybody sees. I don't have to tell them to go. That that's a young woman. Wow. And wow. the the Hell's Bar Marina has it on their website. Oh really? It's, it's a, oh wow. To me, it's compelling evidence of. Well, the interesting part is that yeah. there was a female that. Mm-hmm. Fits that description yeah. because we have a picture of her yeah. and she's that was murdered on that floor. So yeah. it just wow, wow, yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. See, I think that's really interesting when they get. And I understand all the other equipment it does, but you know, people a always want to see an actual you know, picture, picture that can be yeah, or an EVP. Yes, you know, we've had EVPs voice. also. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. that stands for electric voice Elect- phenomenon, right? Mm-hmm. Phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and you, like with an old school recorder, is that how you guys do it? Or, uh, you know, I don't know. I have the tape recorders. I have every type of recorder to see which one, you know, works the best. Or maybe that one works well one time and the other. But we were at an investigation and it, there was like a, 
entity there, a male that wasn't so pleasant. And I said, I want the females to come through now. And when I was doing the edit on it, I heard my mother-in-law. And she said oh. my husband's name. And she said it in the intonation she would normally say wow. it. And I was just like, had the headphones. I was like, so then I had my husband listen. I didn't say, I was just like, just listen. What do you hear? And they all said, well, that sounds like my mom or that sounds like grandma. And it was, it was crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd think like, you know, cause there's no reason for it to be there. Right. It's right. not like they're using a piece of equipment to get, say the word. It's just when they play it back, um, they and get we've that. had direct voice phenomenon where you actually hear it with your own ears. So, you know, you get it in all forms. Wow. That's, that would scare me. Yeah. So, it is a little scary when you hear it in your ear, but, you know, you get over it. Because yeah. they're so close then. You, yeah, you know, we that's a little at, close. We were at a cemetery, and Linda heard a direct voice phenomena in her left ear, and it was a man who said his name. He said Michael. Oh. And, and at that time, we were on Periscope. And Periscope was still up and running. Yeah. And the viewers heard him say, everybody heard it live. Oh, wow. wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how do you guys so, stop from being scared? I mean, because... It's, I mean, to somebody that doesn't know that, it sounds scary. How, how do you sort of like prepare yourself for that? Do you get scared? <laughs> I do get scared. It, if they're close, you know, it's scary. Uh, when yeah. it first happens, my first reaction is to run. It really is. And <laughs> then after I run Smart girl. and I calm down, I'm like, oh, wow, that was so cool. Let's go back and see what it was <laughs> that oh. we just encountered. Can we recreate it? Uh, can we? figure out I was what to it really it. was. Okay. Yeah, so we try to go in <laughs> and just see. decide, you know, is, was this for real, what we just experienced? But yeah, I will run. I will, uh, yeah. Well, Marilyn, the scariest one. Is that fight or flight? I have stories of her running. Yeah. yeah. So when I start running, <laughs> then we all follow suit. They, they don't even know started, why they're running. I started running. They just start I'm, screaming and running because they know I can see things. And if I see something, I'm running. They're going to be out of there. So it's funny. How about you? How do you handle it? Do you still get scared? Um, it startles me, you know. Okay. Um, I, but I'm kind of getting used to it now, and you know, so. Yeah, I, I mean, you, I guess you kind of have to. I love the mindset. Like, it, it only could be a paranormal investigator that's like, yeah, that scared me. Let's go back and, and see if we can do it again. Exactly. I'd be like, yeah, bye. I'm out. <laughs> no, I've been back to locations. The May Stringer is one. I've been there five times trying to recreate what happened or just, you know, try to see what activity I can get. And it's always different. Oh, well, tell them where what May Stringer is. May Stringer is a, a historical museum in Brooksville. And it's very haunted, and you know it has a little family cemetery there. And in the attic, there's someone or something called Mr. Nasty, and he likes females, brunettes especially. I heard he likes Marilyn. Yeah, a lot. So I tried to get him to like me, but he liked Marilyn. Yeah, he always so. says Linda always provokes him, and she says, "Pull my hair," you know, like, like, <laughs> like and but the next thing I know, I, I feel like a t light touch on my side. And then on my backside and my oh, leg. And, excuse you, sir. Uh, yeah, yeah, excuse me. <laughs> right. Yeah. And we were able to validate right. it with the equipment and everything. And so that was that was really interesting. Um, what is, for each of you, what is the scariest experience that you've had? Um, well, the scariest for me was when I went to Waverly Hills. I have to admit, I went there, I got lost. By and herself. It's pitch black. <laughs> And because I can see, you know, spirits, I saw lots of shadow people and I heard voices and 
And it, it, it was uh, very, very scary, but I just kept going. I had my camera on. I could see through my night vision camera. So, you know, I was able to see through that. And Are they all around you? Like um, the yeah, yes. And they were behind me. I'm like, I felt like some, I thought maybe somebody came up behind me. I turned, there's nobody there. And my equipment was going off. And But I just kept going because I really wanted to get that evidence and experience it. She actually, um, I watched, you can watch this on YouTube, by the way. She went by herself. It was completely pitch black. And then she went down to the morgue and put herself in one of the body, sort of um, the drawers, the boxes. She laid in there. Like, what? Yeah, you have to. <laughs> I, I'd be like, somebody better make if bigger depends. <laughs> I'm peeing myself. I know. Forget it. No way. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And she saw all sorts of stuff. I know at the time I remember she had the SLS and there was like this figure that kept popping up in front of you. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm not going that way. Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> no. How about you, Marilyn? Yeah, well, my I had an experience in my own house. We experienced a lot in <gasps> Linda's, but I also have experienced things in my house too. And uh, But I was um, in my front hallway and, and, and I was going towards my front bedroom and it was it was like night. It was dark in the hallway, but I saw something in the hallway. It was like it was like it might be like an animal kind of sorta, but it was on all fours. But the weird thing was its head was like turned all the way around, Ooh. and it was like looking at me, and that just just freaked me out. I, yeah, I, it seemed like almost inhuman. I I couldn't explain, but it was strange. What do you do when that happens? I just ran. <laughs> I didn't want to, no. So mm-hmm. is there a way to put a boundary around that? Like that you're not going to do that? Because I, I tell Cindy that when I go to a bed and breakfast, I let them know. I know at the doors and the person I'll be like, it, like I'm not going to ruin anything. I'm not going to hurt anything. But if you manifest in front of me, I'm going to send you back to Christ. We're not <laughs> yeah. doing this. And yeah. I told her, I was like, they always listen. Oh, yes. Because I just, I go and I'm like, I'm going to respect your space. I'm not going to hurt anything. I'm not going to break anything. That's not my intention. But like if you manifest in front of me, that's a problem. It's a deal breaker. Yeah, yeah I don't we, see it. <laughs> we did an investigation when we first started the team, and it was with a mom that had a five-year-old, and she had a fiancé, and she did not sleep in her master bedroom for like three years. And so he finally said, you need to do something about it. So we went in and investigated it, and we did find some things there. Well, she was a stay-at-home mom, so she would have her laptop on all day long recording audio. Mm. And she captured... Class A EVPs, which means it's very clear. Can't mistake and it. And some of them were super scary sounding. Like wow. they were not pleasant. So she was really scaring herself and freaking herself. And she was manifesting it because she was sensitive yeah. too. And the more you give acknowledgement to it, the more they're going to communicate because they're like, hey, they want to talk. So I want to communicate. So, but if you tend to say like what you're saying, yeah, ignore it. No, I'm not entertaining this. You know, they're going to be like, oh, okay, they don't want to talk. So we told her, unless you want to become a paranormal investigator, you need to stop with the auto recorders. Yep. You need to take your life back and, you know, just forget about all this. Well, she did. And, um, you know, she was fine. She reached out to me uh, like a year ago. And I, I need to set something up with her. But now she reached back out to us and she said, wants- can you come back? Because yeah. I think something's happening to our daughter now. Mm. That's now she's grown. So I need to reach out to her and try to find out what's happening. Oh wow. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I always you know, when somebody asks me that kind of thing, I always tell them like just tell them that you won't hear them. Like just refuse. Just yeah. refuse. Because once like, you start talking to them, get bored. you are going to open yourself up to communication they know. with them. No, because they're like, oh, this person because they know that most of us can't hear them. And that's why I always tell people, and I always say the other thing you can do, and this is for 
Christians out there. No, don't do this if you don't have authority because it doesn't work that way, folks. But if you're walking in godly authority and you just say, Lord, rebuke your watcher, it's basically the spiritual version of, I'm telling dad, and they'll back right off. So if you have that feeling and, you have, and you're walking in that authority, you can do that and they will leave. I just tell people, don't, don't talk to them. And they, they'll eventually be like, mm, they're not talking to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And they walk away. So I love that you said that. Because yeah, I had sure. experiences that I had were really frightening. And I could see them clear as day. And I just told them, like, when I was young. And mm-hmm. I was like, I, w- I refuse to talk. Yeah. No, sorry. Look at, I'm so brute. What is even <laughs> happening? It's my timer. But um, I'm so sorry. But yeah, I just got to the point to where, and they would stop. Mm-hmm. They did. Yeah. It took a long time. I, they yeah. want to make sure you mean it. I think. Yeah, yeah. They keep yeah, they don't give up right away. Yeah, they keep testing. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I know. You they will. Me? Yeah, like surprise. Yeah, <laughs> like not today, folks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that's you have you to do. mean it because mm-hmm. it, you know, and it, there might be that time where I think where they test you. Yeah, where they're like, you really mean it. Yeah, you really mean it. And you're like, yes, I do. And that's what we do too. And all the time, every investigation that we approach a home investigation, they think it's demons. And it's not 99.9% of the time, oh, it's their loved one. Well, that is because of what's going on with all the paranormal stuff on TV. Yeah. I I, I watch Greg and Dana Newkirk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. But I love um, their podcast because they'll tell you, they're like, when mm-hmm. do this, they become so demonic? Why yeah, is everything they, that they you aren't. run into a demon? No. Like, it's good and bad spirits. You're probably encountering a bad one, just like there's good and bad people. Yeah, the Bible tells you there's, there's That's evil. What there's it is. ones yeah. that, you know, and there's different levels. Yes. Right? There's a hierarchy to them. So, like, um, like when the people are like, I trapped a spirit in here. That's not a demon, folks. You're yeah. not going to trap a demon in a box. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure. They have divine power. You're not trapping it. Sorry. Uh, that was probably just be like, I don't know how to get out of this, right? That's like the lowest level. Like if it is a demon, it's the lowest level. Because if it got confused getting in that box, come on, stop it. Stop it, folks. It's funny. But I think that's why. Because the modern thing is like every time you go on YouTube, be like, scary demon caught. And you're like, really? And I have tried to provoke. I have tried that just because I'm like, I've never experienced it. And how did that work out? Nothing. I never got anything. Really? Now, um, Marilyn, how about you? Yeah. No. no. She won't provoke. I do the provoking. I don't provoke. <laughs> I, I don't want to do that. I only do it because if someone really truly is, and I have encountered people that um, believe that they are, you know, possessed or whatever, those people I give to the oops, to the authorities. Like, yeah. I did, not the authorities, the mental authorities. No, no, yeah. People that are actually, spiritual you know, demonologists yeah. and the spiritualists, like there's a bishop that, you know, knows how to deal with that sort of thing. I'm not equipped to deal with that. I'm here to just investigate paranormal, help you as much as I can. But when you go into that realm, I'm not, I'm not entertaining that as much. Okay. Um, but I do, the only reason why I was provoking it is just to help anybody that, any clients that we get that, you know, is account- encountering that. Well, because you want them to show themselves, right? Because sometimes, yeah, you know, I watch Kindred Spirits too. <laughs> I love them. I do love them because they're so nice. Amy. But um, yeah, and Adam, Adam. yeah, mm-hmm. they, they're so nice when they yeah. go into a place. They're yeah. very engaging. Yeah. And um, I love that they're always like, hi, it, we're okay here. And you guys do that too. You're like, we're not going to be scary. We're not going to hurt you. You can talk to us. And so mm-hmm. I kind of love that they approach everything with like an open mind and an open heart instead of being like, demon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of times spirits come when we're just have chatting, we're just having conversation and they're there, but then when we come into the room, they'll scatter because our presence is in the room and we have equipment out. I mean, we have equipment that show that, you know, oh, now they're gone. So, uh, yes, yeah, so we try to approach it a little more softer, but 
Yeah, instead of being instantaneously demon. Because sometimes I'm like, I don't know that it's always that. And when people do that, I think they're just going to live up to that hype because yeah. that's what you've set it up for. That, that You've told them that that's what you want to experience. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, yeah, cool, let's have some fun. Yeah. Because I imagine it's got to be pretty boring, especially if people, most people won't even acknowledge, right? Or don't know you're there. And then suddenly you get somebody that's like, yeah, do it, man. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, okay, sure, why not? Yeah. Now, I've seen some of those. Um, have they followed you home? Has anything followed you home before? Uh, well, they're with me all the time, so I don't know if they're oh. following me, but they're around. Okay. So, I mean, but have you gone to a place that, um, like, that, that wasn't something that was yeah. familiar to you, and then you come home, and that, that one that was at that place is there? No, I haven't had that. Okay. So you hear about that a lot. So you'd be like, you'd think if that was yeah. going to happen. How about you, Marilyn? Anything like that? No. Um, I've heard of people, like, when they buy, like, buy, like um, antique furniture, or anything like that, and it could be like an attachment to yep. that, and they've said they've seen, you know, spirit around that item that they purchased. You know? Yeah, and have you guys you know? experienced, because um, she knows, we, we'll go, I love antiques, you know, I have a bunch of them in here, um, but if I touch stuff, mm-hmm. I, I feel mm-hmm. Oh, stuff. yes. Yeah. And so, like, um, so sometimes if it causes me pain, I'm like, I can't take it. I don't know what's on there, but I can't have Even it. Even though you love the piece of furniture. Yeah, or like it's, like it's just you know, an antique something. Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, I can't have it because um, just like literally just picking it up, mm-hmm. some pain will shoot mm-hmm. through my body somewhere. And I'm like, yeah, that's not, I can't. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. how I know. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. But I've been to somebody's house before to where um, he had these, and I got to tell you guys this because this was fascinating for me. He had like the um, oversized spoon and fork. Now I have them in my room because oh, yeah. my mom had them when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. So in the 70s. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, totally. The wood Above my table is a metal pair because I couldn't find yeah. the wooden ones at the mm-hmm. time, but I went to his house and he collected old war memorabilia, mm-hmm. but authentic war memorabilia, old bullets and helmets mm-hmm. from like World War One. And like the Civil War, yeah. and like all these, it, that okay. Don't go in that house if you're sensitive. By all means, it was crazy. But I had never had this experience before. My friend was like, he, you know, and he was a very spiritual guy, and he was, and he's like, look, he goes, I told you last time I was here to get rid of that. He's like, I don't know why you need to get rid of it, but he's like, I heard that you need to get rid of it. And he's like, the Holy Spirit told me, and I was like, okay. And he's, and he asked, he goes, Alex, touch it, and I was like, I don't want to touch it. And he goes, yeah, touch it. So I touched it, and I looked at him. He goes, what? And I go am I shaking right now? And he's like, what? And I was like, because I'm shaking. And he's like, no, you're not. You're still. And I'm like, no, no. Like, my whole body is shaking right now. And he's like, no, you're not. And every, so I took my hand off and I put my hand. I'm like, yeah. No, but it felt like my whole, it was not mm-hmm. nice. Whatever was there, was it was, it was a really gross feeling. And I was like, yeah, you got to get rid of these. And he's like, what do I do? Do I throw it in the lake? And I was like, no, you can't have a kid finding it. You can't burn it. But the trash guy just happened to be coming a few minutes later. So I was like, yeah, just so they at least they crush it. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. not going to be in somebody else. Like, because a little kid would see that and be like, that's so cool. I was like, you can't risk that. That's there's something too weird. But he had the weirdest stuff. Like, I went in there and there's a picture of this really handsome guy that was one of his relatives. And I was like, wow, he's handsome. Who's that fella? And he's like, he was in the Civil War. And every time we walked by the picture, my jaw would start aching and my chest would start aching, like in these different spots. And he goes, I don't know how he died. And I'm like, yeah, I can tell you. I can tell you right now. And he's like, what? And I was like, he was shot in the face. Then he was shot in the chest. And I was like, and it was in his shoulder. And then he got one more shot. And he, that's how he died. Because every time I passed his picture, I would get weird, like, pains. Yeah. And then my friend came over. And um, I'm going blind here at this on. But she got the same exact thing. I was like, that's weird. But that had never happened to me before. Um, and I, I'm about to be blinded by the sun. Cindy, do you yeah. have any weird 
experiences like that? Mm. Taken. Not really. I don't think so. We do take yeah. haunted objects from home homeowners as well. Wait, do you keep them? Yeah, I keep them. Wait, what do you do? No, no, they have some to give you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll take them. I may not, but I feel for certain there's evil there. Yeah. <laughs> she, she definitely has a few yeah. things Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that you might be taking home. Yeah, yeah, I'll take them. I'll take them off your hands. But yeah, people? I've had people send me photos and, um, you know, pictures and things like that. And, and of course, we have haunted dolls and... We have one, we call her Nonami. She doesn't have a name, so we call her Nonami. I like it. And uh, she has real human hair. But she's our most active Victorian doll. dolls? Isn't that what they used to do? They used to put real human hair on them? And her eyes are wait, weighted. So. Wait, what do you mean she's active? Um, she's <laughs> the one that spirits use to, like as a vessel to communicate. Okay. And yeah, we've used her on several investigations. And does um, does she move and do stuff? <laughs> like, have you seen her? Like, she, have you put a recorder on her and watched right. her overnight? No, she doesn't. She doesn't necessarily move. I do keep her shrouded. Um, okay. But yeah, we just are, we're able to validate that she there was something around her. We use the Mel meter, which detects electromagnetic energy. And when and I always say wakey wakey, but when she was li- lying down, there was no reading. And when she was sitting up with her eyes open, it did a reading. And uh, yeah, we did that at the Don Cesar. You use SLS camera. Also yeah, too. Oh, and we used a three sixty camera mm-hmm. and everything on her. And we've used her on many investigations, and she's just come through for us. Wait, I'm going to need you guys to do a tour, a video tour of right. all the haunted stuff that you have. I need to see this because that sounds sure. well. I did have a haunted mirror, and I broke it. What does that mean? How many years of bad luck do I get from a haunted Uh-oh. mirror? So wait, what would happen with the mirror? Did you see stuff in there? Um, well, the homeowner um, found the mirror. It was somebody that was a renter or something. She left when when she left in the closet. In a just a weird spot, she had a full-length mirror for no reason. Like, it was not in a spot like you would normally have a mirror. Yeah. And he definitely, he felt something. And then she had um, books of the occult. Okay. Satanic, all that in there. So okay. he And he felt that energy from her, and she was suicidal and stuff like that. So he felt energy from that mirror. Okay. And when we investigated, we did pull it out, and um, there was someone there investigating with us, and they were looking in the mirror, and they thought they saw something in it you know mm-hmm. that's what they did they that was their experience so i told them i would take it from you know from him and just have but it but you guys don't get so later when you take the stuff home it doesn't bother you no it's that's just, my office i have all that stuff in there and <laughs> it's just, it's just it oh, comforts she's brave. me it comforts she's, me for some odd reason but it does that's brave how about Marilyn? Do you have, do you keep stuff for you Marilyn when you go in that room? <laughs> no, no, I refuse to go in that she room won't by, go in myself. Room. by herself. Oh, uh-huh. Mar- yeah. No, I keep it locked yeah, I mean, when I'm people I'm come over. You know, because not everybody is. You know, would go in the room. They'd be like, oh, "What's all this?" Mm-hmm. So, how about people that aren't sensitive? When they come over, do they sense stuff? Because I know you said. So, explain to us what happened um, in Marilyn. Like when you started seeing stuff too. You said it was after you had chemo. Yeah, it was when, yeah, when the floodgates just, the floodgates of activity opened up and... Why do you think that is? Um, I don't know. And, 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 you know, it, it, I would call it like a synergy between the two of us because we are family. And because at that point in my life, I was just, I couldn't control it. So I think it just bled out to everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so she was able to pick up on the energies and see it. And now we do, years later, as we've been progressing through this, we do what we call see it, say it. So whenever Marilyn sees anything, 
I'll look and see if I see the same thing. I'll be able to describe it in a little more detail. But we we now go into locations and I'll be like, I'll already know. And I'll be like, Marilyn, what are you sensing? Where are you sensing it? Whatever. And then she'll tell me and I'll be like, yeah, Marilyn, that is we where, pretty much, that's yeah, where we it is. We sense the same area. Yeah, we, we sense the same that. areas. And so, mm-hmm. you know, as we do it more and more, we're, mm-hmm. you know, enhancing her ability and, and all of that. But, I mean, Whether it has, she likes it or not. Right. Well, it has to enhance the bond between you two as well. What's that? It has to enhance the bond between oh, you Yeah, two and as I well. think it, because of yeah. that, yeah, it's we just comforting. have this. Yeah. It's very you know? comforting. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you're not alone. Yeah, exactly. No, and because no, I can alone. control it, I can shut it down. Yeah. If I sense anything bad coming through, I immediately shut it down and I can push it away and we go on our merry way. Right. And so one of the things I want to talk about is that you, you, like, you were having these experiences from very young. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I can't imagine what that was like because you can't talk to anybody else no. about it, right? Was it, I mean, it had to be incredibly I really lonely. thought I was crazy. Really? I mean, I really did. I'm like, I cannot say anything to anybody because I really don't want them to think I'm crazy because this sounds cuckoo crazy. But now I just say I'm crazy good. But right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just not something, especially the fact that I can see it so clearly yeah. and in just whatever way they want to manifest. Yeah. Um, and you know, people don't necessarily, some people don't believe me, but then after they're around me for a while, mm-hmm. they're like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they start is, going, yeah. Hmm, maybe, you know, <laughs> right. uh, mm-hmm. just because it, you can't, it, you can't explain it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, when things, and then they start seeing right. things happening around, they're like, Hmm, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. It's interesting too, when you start telling people what you experience and, and then they start telling you their stories. Totally. It's, it's really interesting. Yeah, it's really nice yeah, it's when like, wow, you can you help know? people like yeah. that. Yeah, because it is everywhere, mm-hmm. right? I yeah, mean, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just that most of us spend a lot of time denying it. I think that's, yeah. I think that's why so many horrible horror movies, <laughs> um, because if people thought that any of that was remotely real, they they wouldn't be able to watch it. Yeah, that's true. Well, right? That's, that's what true. Andrew Perrin told us. Yeah. She said that the the movie, if it was truly what they experienced, it would be too terrifying. It would be too terrifying. The conjuring, they wouldn't be able see. to. Yeah, that's, they couldn't. Make I've it. heard that. I've heard it's that they, they had to dumb it down yeah. because mm-hmm. it was too frightening. Yes. Yeah. It was. Yeah. For that family. Oh yeah, and I heard that um, Ed and Leslie Warren, mm-hmm. very famous demonologist, and his wife, um, she had gifts, and so um, they went there to uh, to do a séance or something. I don't know to figure out if it was real, and they I guess they made it worse. That, that's what I heard. But you guys have met the per- parents? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the parents. Family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, I guess they kicked them out. Is that a true story? Yeah, because um, the mother, um, I think it affected Carolyn. Yes, And they recently, really I think did. it was a couple years ago, mm-hmm. the family went back to mm-hmm. that house and they did a live stream on it. Oh, gosh. And we watched them and we watched the father go down into the basement for the first time in years. He didn't want to really do it, but he did. And just to see if whatever was there wow. was still there. And it was really interesting to see them back in the house and doing an investigation. Yeah. That Terrifying. Because the, the wife, his wife died, right? Carolyn, yeah, she Karen. was dead. I mean, yeah. Um, but um, I, I guess after or during when Ed and Leslie were there, she was levitating? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was. Yeah. And in, um, they, I think the, it was in the dining room or the something. The entity threw her across yeah, the room. Her. She was badly injured. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Roger yeah. Perrin was so upset. That's when like I think leave. he told the Warrens to leave because yeah. she was getting injured. Wow. Just like, uh, just thinking about that, that's pretty horrifying. That okay. It could be that powerful. Right. That, that had to be demonic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So portals, real, not real? 
Yes. I feel that they are around. And vortexes. What are uh, vortexes? Vortexes is just kind of like a whirlwind of energy in a certain spot. Okay. And we did encounter that in one of the investigations that we did. We went back a third time. Um, The first time we were able to determine what was there. Second time, um, well, she had brought in uh, some individuals to cleanse the home. Mm -hmm. And they actually made it worse. It happens a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. And when she said that she had somebody coming, I'm like, oh, no, I can't believe you did that. And when we drove up to the house, I felt the negative energy immediately. I didn't want to go in the house. So when we went in, right away I saw uh, someone dart from the living room go into the dining room. Excuse me. But in the dining room area, there was a certain spot. All of a sudden, I felt the heavy energy. And she just had this look on her face. And I said, what happened here? Because this is different now. Like, it's completely Mm. different in here. And there's something right here. And um, she said that's where the vortex was. That's where they were doing whatever thing they were doing. And I said, well, they opened up something because it's terrible. And she ended up moving out because she was an empath. Oh. And so she felt yeah, yeah. the energy was too strong for her. So she ended up moving out. So um, do you guys, when you go to these places now, I'm just curious because I watch a lot of these shows. Do you do, you do the Estes method? Do you do that, I, Yes, yes. Um, we've done it a few times. Um, I need to do it a little bit more. I'm just curious, you know, how effective it is. Mm. Uh, but I'm not sh- I'm not 100% sure on that okay. one yet. I so explain to people that don't know what the SDs So it's where is. one person is blindfolded and they have headphones on, and they're actually listening to a device, the spirit box, which is a continuous scan of the radio waves, or whatever paranormal device they use. There's a lot of apps out there that people use now, too. And then they're, they don't hear anybody around, but they're actually saying what they hear. And then the other person is asking questions, and seeing if the person will answer the questions mm-hmm. appropriately. Oh, so for what based on what they're hearing in their headphones, right? Yeah, and the person that has a headphone they on can't, can't hear. hear. They're yeah. just saying the words, and someone else is just asking questions. They don't hear the question, and then you see if it lines up, if spirit is really, you know, communicating. Oh, wow. Now, I've also, I just recently heard of something called the God Helmet. Are you familiar with that one? Um, the God Helmet... Um, I have seen that. I haven't done anything with that. I know that some contraption that they've come yeah, up so with. Yeah, it's it goes. So th- this is, you know, so um, in our other podcast we talk about this a little bit. So when people have spiritual experiences, you use your mind, and and even the Bible tells you, you know, with your body you serve someone else, but with your mind that's where you serve the Lord, right? So there's, and so when somebody's spiritual. It, whether they're Christian or whatever spirituality they practice, it doesn't matter what religion, if, if they're Muslim, there's a part of your brain that lights up when you are communicating with God, right? And and so it to me, it's not a stretch to think that this helmet, what it's doing, and so when people wear this supposed helmet, it um, for them uh, stimulates like having a, a very strong spiritual experience as if you were seeing God, right? And so to me, that makes sense because if they're able to, with electromagnetic, and it's low magnetic frequencies, stimulate that spot, well, of course, because that is the spot um, that you're communicating with God. That's where you have your spirituality. So I could see that that working, and I, I saw that recently, and I was just kind of fascinated. because Yeah, like, I've heard about it. I haven't researched a lot into that. Yeah, I just looked into a little bit, and then I looked up what it was using, and it's low magnetic frequency. Okay. And... Um, 
you know, if you believe that the, the world was created with a word, right, that's talking about frequencies, that sound, that vibration that it makes. And so this sort of all makes sense to me on some level. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I could see that uh, working. Yeah, I don't know that I, I necessarily want to put a helmet on to have that experience because, you know, like, how do you stop that? You know, the girl said that um, when she does it, she can only do it for a few minutes at a time because it's so overwhelming mm-hmm. and so powerful. But I can yeah. see that. Well, we are a little bit over time, but um, we're going to wrap this one up and uh, we, we might see if they, they'll stay a little bit longer for us. But you guys, we want to thank you all for listening and for keeping an open mind. Um, if you guys have a story you'd like to tell, check out us and email us at what's your origin 23 at gmail you guys you guys have been such great guests i really thank loved you. having yes, you thank on. you for having yes, us thank you yes. so much yeah as soon as he's like oh, what yes she's <laughs> kind of blown away because this is a lot of this is new for her as you can see i'm way too well versed in this i should be embarrassed <laughs> i'm so sorry if i if i'm like a little fan girl like oh my gosh i'm so excited but i am really excited to have you guys here and thank you so yes, much yes we are thank you very much you guys so will welcome. be back next week and have a blessed week